What's up, Dissel fam, and welcome to Did Someone Say Soccer? By now, you know how it goes, so everybody, pump up that chest and say it with me. Put your sweatbands on, lace up them boots, and let's get after it. Welcome in, Dissels. Welcome to the most must-hear podcast of all time. I'm talking about Did Someone Say Soccer? You guys already know who it is. It's me, Jordan, and you already know what I represent. I'm here with Pablo, I'm here with the ladies' man, Derek, and I'm here with La Flama Blanca Blake. We're going to just get right into it. Fellas, boysies, brothers from the same and other mothers, let's talk about Messi. Today, we are going to have a messy show. Do you guys get what I just did there? Derek, let's start with you first. Is he leaving? What do you think? Um, I don't know if he'll leave or not. I don't know who, who has enough money to pay his release clause. It's a question. Um, I, I, I've been seeing rumors all day about all different, different type of teams saying they're gonna, they want to go after Messi or they have the money to go after Messi or they should go after Messi. Um, you just have to think about uh, financial play, like fair play, and um, and who's going to be able to break that, break the bank. Uh, those rules don't apply. Then PSG, Man City, or Chelsea will get messy, unfortunately, because um, they have the money and they don't really care about spending money, regardless <laughs> if they win or not. Uh, what about you, Blake? Okay, <clears throat> I think he's going to stay. I don't know who can actually. Obviously, no one's going to pay the $700 million release clause, but they're going to want hundreds of millions of dollars. And the reality is there's no, only two or three clubs that can actually pay that. PSG, City, and then Manchester United could pay it. Um, Chelsea is pretty much, what, already $200 million in already. I don't see them spending another 150 175 whatever it takes to get messy, so... I don't see how he how he leaves with everything going on. People are strapped for cash as it is. I think he's going to be a Barcelona player next season. Pablo, Messi so classy that he sent a fax in to Barca and said, "I'm out, bitches." <laughs> and Barca's like, "Well, you had till June 30th," and Messi's like, "No, I had till I have till August 31st." So there's going to be this huge legal battle that's going to happen here soon. And it's going to come down to business or loyalty. And it's, are Barca going to give uh, the loyalty that he's shown to them and just let him leave? Or are they going to say, hey, you're staying. You didn't. June 30th is passed, so you got to live up to the contract. Now, that's interesting that you say that they're going to sh- say it's business or it's loyalty. If you're Barcelona right now alone, you know that you're kicking everybody to the curb. That 8-2 to two defeat was embarrassing. What you've been showing lately has been embarrassing. You already told Suarez, get, get out, and that's just the first string of players to go. Uh, there's a rumor that Messi said, I'll waive my uh, release clause. So that $700 and $18 billion fee that would take for him to be released, he's willing to waive that so he can just go to a team. Uh, 
reportedly, uh, rumors spread, you know. If that's the case, Derek, you had mentioned, or someone had mentioned PSG. Do you think PSG, we'll start with them first, they put on a terrible performance against Bayern Munich. It was just a disgusting game to watch. Neymar, you let me down. I hope you just go away. Stop coming up. God, can you believe him? How dare he fall all the time? Unbelievable. Anyway, him and Kylian Mbappe together cost $326 million. Do they have enough money to bring in another $150 or $200 million player? Blake, what do you think about that? I mean, they have the money. They can do whatever they want. They've got more money than the United States and Canada and Mexico combined. And they got all that oil money, but I don't know. I, I'm sure they can afford them. It's, it's, it's probably not even the fee. It'd be the, the wages for those three would be absurd compared to the rest of the team. But, um, I mean, I think if, if he leaves, they've got to be one of the favorites to take him. And that front line with Mbappe and Neymar – and Messi supporting them would be nasty, and especially in that terrible French league. Those guys would be scoring three, four, five goals a game easy, but I think PSG would have to be maybe a leader in the clubhouse if he leaves. Pablo, what about you? Messi, PSG, do they mesh together? If I'm Mbappe, I look at Neymar and say, you're a little bitch, and I cannot get better with you. So see if they can do a swap. Bob and some money, send Neymar over there and send Messi over here and watch Mbappe just, he, he's, what, 10 times better than Luis Suarez? So just watch him be better. I don't think they're going to be able to convince anyone to go back to Barcelona when the guy who everybody thinks about when they think of Barcelona is like, fuck you guys, here's my facts and I'm out. I don't think anybody's agreeing to go back. I think that uh, Barca need that main guy, and Neymar would be that main guy. We could see Marca, We could t- we could see Neymar take over Barca without Messi. Derek, what about you? PSG, yeah. Messi, Neymar, Barcelona. Is it a match made in heaven? Or are we looking for a disaster? I like the swap deal that Pablo said. Actually, I think that actually makes most sense for. For both parties, actually, because somebody's going to fill Messi's shoes, right? And even though Neymar is super soft, um, <laughs> he falls like every chance he gets. It's unbelievable. Anyway, um, he, he's I think he'd be suited for Barcelona. He's, he's a big name for them. Um, he could attract some more players for Barcelona, too. And they're looking, they're looking to clean out. So I think uh, Messi would... He played until he's forty. If he went to the French league, because like like Blake said, it's, there's no competition there. Um, and if he wants to make a bunch of money and lose in the Champions League every year, sure, go to PSG. It makes sense. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the other team that, if everything goes accordingly to plan, that has the funds to acquire Messi. I'm talking about your guys' big brother, Manchester City. How would you feel? <laughs> Knowing that that Manchester derby, you guys are still second best in your own little town. Derek, let's kick it back to you. You ready to get spanked by Messi? Um, first of all, Man, Man City is definitely our little brother. They haven't been spanking us. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, been, we've had their number 
the last few years. Um, but I mean, if Messi went to Man City, it's it would. I don't honestly don't think it would make a difference. I don't think he'll make that team. I think they're already really good. Would he make them better? Maybe. I don't know if he's built for the Premier League though. So it'd be interesting to see him come in and you know we'll send McGuire after him, take him out. <laughs> Isn't he still in jail? (laughs) (laughs) No, he's not in jail yet. Okay. (laughs) What about you? (laughs) What do you think? I think Manchester City would be the team. They would just dominate Aguero. You have uh, Sterling, Jesus. Man, these guys would just be unstoppable. Blake, what about Blake? you as a uh, another Manchester United fan? Would you look forward to that derby, knowing that Messi, one of the goats, is just going to do goat things to you? I mean, no, but <laughs> I, would love, I would love to see him in that team and back in that system. I, I think that would put them as the favorites for the Champions League, favorites for the EPL. I mean, I... They're already a goal-scoring machine. You put the best attacking player in the world on their roster, I don't see how they just don't become, um, you know, almost unstoppable, at least from from scoring goals. So I would hate it as a Manchester United fan, but from a fit, from watching the EPL, you know, every weekend, love to see it. Pablo, what about you? I'm going to make a prediction. If Messi goes... If Messi goes to City, Ronaldo will go back to Manchester United. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) You don't like that, Blake? It'll be... I mean, Blake just got a boner, and that's why he's saying stop it. It's like... No, I do too. (laughs) Listen, Ronaldo's Ronaldo's still a great player. You, You wouldn't take Ronaldo right now? Not for what I'd have to pay him. No, I'd rather I'd rather sign a young emerging player. I don't think Ronaldo putting Ronaldo on the team. I don't think makes them comparable yet to Liverpool and City. If City were to add Messi, so no, I'd rather I'd rather buy young. Let me ask you guys a question. Um, there was there's also some rumors about Messi going to Juventus. How do you feel about that, Jordan? All right, so if Messi goes to Juventus, then I have no idea what Andre Pirlo is going to do because the team that is there now, by adding Messi, becomes almost an unstoppable force. But to do that, you're going to have to get rid of Debaya. You're going to have to get rid of probably – or he already told Higuain that he wants him gone. So what, what are you doing? You're going to run a team with Ronaldo and Messi just kind of playing back and forth? I, it would be fun to watch them play together. And it's the Italian league, so you never really know. I just, I think that if he goes to Juventus, then all those players have to stay as well. And then we're watching, hopefully, another dominant team. Pablo, what about you, Messi, Juventus? He would have to sell Dybala also. I mean, he couldn't he couldn't sit there with Messi. Um, you would have to play Ronaldo as the front forward and have Messi behind him. Uh I don't know. It. I, I don't like it. I don't think it would work, and I don't think that Ronaldo would like it either. I think 
the the spotlight wouldn't be on him anymore. He would have to share it, and I think that he would actually want to leave if Messi came. Blake, what about you? Messi in the white and black. I don't think they can afford him just from a pure wage standpoint. I don't I don't know what Ronaldo makes, but I'm sure he's making forty. 50 million a year on, on wages and you're going to have to guarantee Messi the same. That's, that's astronomical. So um, to be quite honest, I don't know if I want to see those two even play together. I like the idea of the rivalry. I think it's kind of becomes like a Kevin Durant, Golden State Warriors kind of sellout job. You know, if the best players in the, you know, our generation then team up and destroy a bunch of Italians we've never heard of. <laughs> and then, then we watch them play in the Champions League. So um, I think the wages would be too high for Juventus to be able to afford it. And I think it would kind of make Messi a sellout if he runs and, you know, joins, joins Ronaldo at Juventus. So here's one that I saw, and I don't think it's any plot. Like, it's just dumb. But Messi to the Premier League rejects. Inter Milan, what do you guys think? He wants to play with the greatest striker in the world, right, Blake? I mean, you just think about Messi setting up all these amazing passes, and then Lukaku's first touch goes eight yards away from him. <laughs> or, you know, he tries to hit a side volley off a cross, and it hits off his shin guard. <laughs> I, think, I think Messi would strangle him. <laughs> but it would probably be fun to watch. All right, so out of all the team. Money's not an option. Messi's leaving. He handed in his facts. He says, I'm out. I want to go. And the Barcelona boss says, all right, Messi, you've done us a solid. Where do you want to go? Pablo, you're Messi. The door is open. Are you coming over to the MLS? Where are you going? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to the Premier League. And you know who I'm going to? I'm going to Liverpool. Ooh. And... Could you imagine Sané, uh, Salah with Messi right there? I mean, it would take, uh, was it Firmino? He would be out. He'd be the odd man out. I think so. But with those three attacking, those they only get better. And they're just going to be, I mean, if you look at it, what have they actually spent this uh, transfer window? Hardly anything. And LeBron sees this on Twitter. He's like, hey, let me throw my shoe deal money at this. <laughs> Messi, come to Liverpool. Make me some more money. It's, it, it's, it's a match made in heaven. Now, how much have you died a little bit as an Arsenal fan saying that you want to see one of the goats go to Liverpool? <laughs> I mean, I'm realistic. He would never come to me. I mean, but... These Manchester United guys are still, are still holding hope that he could go to them, but it's, it's not going to happen. I mean, so eh, I want to see I want to see the best. I mean, I want to see if the Premier League is the best. Come to come play in the best league. So, what do you think, Derek? I don't know, man. I just, I just don't see. I love to see him in the Premier League, but I just don't see it unless he joins Man City which sucks because I really don't want him to because I can't stand Pep. Um, I think, I don't know, man. It's got to be PSG. I feel like it's it's about money and winning. And at this stage of his career, he'll want a chance to win. Um, 
and even if he's play, I feel like him and Neymar, I feel like they want to play together. So if you, I feel like he would go to PSG for the money, for the quality of the team. I mean, they just lost in Champions League final. Um, and he's going to have to compete against Bayern Munich. He's going to need a strong squad behind him uh, to compete with Bayern Munich. And I don't know what team he goes to besides Man City or PSG that he can compete with Bayern Munich in the Champions League. Yeah, I think Messi ultimately ends up at FC Cincinnati. (laughs) (laughs) He really wants to play as a, you know, he wants to reinvent himself as a holding midfielder, play as a classic number six, deep line, hit a counterattack maybe once, twice a game. Nothing more than that. <laughs> but reality, and I think uh, Gote is going to play with him there as well. So uh, probably probably Iguain. So um, oh my god, no. But reality, I think he ends up at PSG. Um, they already have a good roster. They can they have money and funds. Um, probably good for his brand to be big and you know. Uh, big in France and whatnot. So um, ultimately, I'd say PSG has got to be the front runner if we were to leave. Um, and then you'd have to look at City, Enter, Manchester United, you know, just teams with fuck you money that could potentially afford them, um, you know, and provide them a chance to win Champions League because that's obviously what he's looking for. All right. I actually think that Messi does the unthinkable and joins Real Madrid just to piss everybody off. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, If I had to guess, I think he also joins PSG or Manchester City. All right, we will come back with some more rumors and final thoughts right after this. All right, guys, welcome to Derek's Transfer Corner here. Uh, I was starting with a ridiculous transfer rumor here. Uh, Suarez to enter Miami. I love it. I love it. Terrible, terrible rumor. I uh, Suarez is past his prime, but I think Suarez would definitely take a bench role at Barcelona <laughs> or somewhere else before going to MLS. <laughs> what do you think, Pablo? He would flourish in my inner Miami. That Miami, that Miami Heat. Come on, he'd be out there at Dade County, the beach. Look at that. He would, he would love that. I mean. Actually, the stadium's actually where it's in uh, Fort Lauderdale, so it's the Fort Lauderdale, the Fort Lauderdale uh, inner, inner, inner Fort Lauderdale. That's what it should be called. Uh, uh, here's where you guys are uh, mistaking. Suarez to enter Miami would be great on one account. We all know that Miami is known for its beautiful weather. No, it's known for his cocaine, guys, and it's known for its drugs. And Suarez likes to bite people, so now he can literally do drugs and bite people, and no one's gonna think twice about it. Come on, man, it's the perfect fit. No, but in all seriousness, Suarez to the MLS, are you kidding me? We could get a top-notch striker, not at 42? Come on, man, tell me you wouldn't be up for it. Miami would sell out, well, I mean, Miami would sell some tickets, and they could finally you know, be relevant in the soccer community. I think that'd be a great signing. I'm all for it. Don Garber, checkbooks, mountains of cocaine. Let's go. Fly him over. Blake, you, Suarez, 
Inner Miami, you down? Let's do it. There's so we're already talking about so Suarez to Miami, Iguain to the MLS, and then I saw today on something Mario Balotelli to the LA Galaxy. <laughs> Let's make it happen. This is what we need. World class strikers, Balotelli and LA. Talk about Coke. He'd be going crazy out there, man. This is what we need to happen. These are the signs. This, you know, we talked about this with Matuidi. We don't need no holding midfielders to come over. International, world class goal scorers. Let's make it happen. Or they'll all go to Cincinnati. One of those two options. <laughs> Yo, tell me, that wouldn't be the funniest thing in the world to see. Chicharito on one side and Mario Bellatelli on the other side with Jonathan Dos Santos controlling it, being like, I, I got one guy who's a little bit past his prime but has the entire uh, nation of Mexico supporting him. I got the other guy just running around in circles, not even playing. What the hell am I supposed to do here? I think that'd be a match made in heaven. Pablo, what about you? What do you got for the transfer front? I'm going to ask you Manchester United guys, what are you guys doing right now? I mean... <laughs> We're going to wait till the last minute and then overspend like we always do. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's what we're known for. Are you guys going to overpay even more over for Sancho? You guys, you guys want Sancho. That's, that's who yeah. you guys are going after. But why not just get the business done down? That way you guys can have training. You guys can get everything ready before the season instead of waiting to the last minute where you guys will have to pay more. Because this I mean, is what Woodward does every season. He has a small list. He doesn't get it done months in a, a, ahead of schedule like he should. And then we wait and we wait and the price goes up and the price goes up. And then we pay even more than we ever should have. So at this point, I would move on from Sancho. I don't know who the, the right replacement is. Maybe you find somebody like Perisic. I think he's coming back from, from loan from Bayern. You loan him for a year just if you have an extra, you know, right-sided midfielder, left-sided midfielder. But I don't know what the hell they're doing. They do this every year where you have this amazing list. There are every rumors about every young, good player in Europe, and then nothing happens until about three days before the season. And then you're trying to plug them in after you've had all of your preseason and lead up into the season. It's madness that happens every season. Now, do you think that's Goodness. because of uh, like the lack of success that you guys have had in trophies in the, in the trophy room? Like if you guys were the Manchester United of Beckham and Ronaldo and uh, Scholes and those guys, does Sanchez or Sancho be like, uh, you know what, I want that because it makes sense for me to go there. Whereas now he's like, I don't know if I want that because I have an even better shot. All I got to do is beat Bayern Munich and I'm the fucking king of Germany. Is, do you think that has anything to do with it? No, I think it's just the price of the players now. Now is what it is. I mean, if you read the reports, they say that Manchester United is not willing to pay an amount for that player, and they have options just in case that that player doesn't work out. Uh, rumors are Costa or uh, Coleman from uh, uh, Bayern Munich, you know, for us to target if we don't get Sancho. So, I mean. Here's, here's what's going to happen. It's going to be, like Blake said, three days before the transfer window closes, we're going to pay some ridiculous amount, just like we did for any player that we got over the last, you know, five years. And then we just hope it works out. And then they'll lose their spot to Ashley Young. <laughs> so, 
Okay, so so uh, as a fan from another team looking at you guys from the outside, I I think that you guys pay overpay for almost every player that you guys go after. Why is that? Why are you guys overpaying more than any other club in the league? I think it's the position we put ourselves in waiting to the last minute is why we always overpay. If we, if at the beginning of the transfer market, with our list, we just approach everybody and say, hey, this is it. If not, we move on and just make a list of the players that we want and go through that list and just exit it out. It just drags on every summer. It's a long, drama-filled battle, and it, just, it doesn't always work out in our favor. Or it does. I mean, then we get Harry Maguire for, what, $80 million? I can't even remember how much he paid for him. But it's a ridiculous amount for center back. Yeah, well, I think it's, you know, this didn't happen under David Gill, who was, you know, led all the United's transfers up until the early, I think, 2011, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, the you know, what people see from Woodward is, you can stream along, stream along, and then get get what you want out of them. So that's that's what people view him as in the market is somebody that you know he's a, he's a pawn at this point. He's great on the merchandise side, you know these sponsorship deals. He's done an amazing job on that side of the business. They need to hire someone as their transfer guru, whatever the hell it is you want to call it. And he needs to get the fuck out of the way and let somebody else do it. So, you know, I think just people view him as somebody that they can take advantage of. And he's he's just not he's not a very good negotiator or whatever that may be. Or, you know, Dortmund came out and said, you're going to pay this or not. I don't know why Woodward. You know, sometimes you got to be the first step in some of those you know deals and whatnot. So I think that's what people view, view him as. And so now we've been paying for it for the last you know, I think he's been running, you know, the transfer things, you know, for eight, nine years now. So I'm looking at my phone right now and I see Messi to Chelsea. And Chelsea have already spent probably the most money in the transfer window. I think that would be awesome if you go there because I want to see Roman Abramovich spend a billion dollars in one transfer window. And that way he can just give the middle finger to the financial fair play and say, it don't matter. He's acting like he's Mayweather at the strip club, just throwing hundos <laughs> everywhere. Uh, as, as a resident Chelsea fan on this one, as much as I would love to have Messi, I don't want him in my system at this particular moment. And I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds crazy, Blake, don't look at me that way. Here's my thing though. What we're doing right now with the core players that we have, I think that we have something special going on. And once at the end of the window, we spend the 70 million plus send uh, Bashui or Bakiako or whoever the hell to uh, do a sign and trade and get uh, Declan Rice, that'll be the player that we need. And then we will have England's next dominant team. And then all of you guys can uh, suck it. So that's what I think about that. Yes, Derek. What player on Chelsea has Messi's quality, or even close to Messi's quality? Oh, easy. Captain America, Christian Pulisic. Next. Danny Drinkwater. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still on Chelsea? Uh, Did he play? Funny. 
He's getting a six-figure salary to sit on the bench right now. Hey, man, this is, don't hate on the money. Don't hate on a guy yeah. making his money. All right, this was, we're going to go ahead and go straight into the final thoughts. If you stayed with us this long, thank you so much. Uh, my final thought for this uh, beautiful Tuesday. One, the MLS has a vendetta that they want to have the crew not succeed. You can't take away three goals, Don Garber. Get your shit together. We're not LAFC, but we're the LAFC of Ohio, so give us the credit that we need. Uh, my, my second uh, final thought, I guess it's final thoughts, Suarez, Balotelli, Messi, Neymar, whoever the hell else wants to come on over to the MLS, bring it over. We'll welcome you with open arms. Unless you go to Austin FC, in which case, you're dead to me, and I hate you. Derek, final thoughts. Um, first thought is, this: all this messy drama is, is, is ridiculous. Um, I honestly, if he doesn't go to PSG, he's staying at Barcelona. I know he said he wants to leave, but he's going to have to find a deal that suits him best, where he'll be in Champions League, he'll win, and he can compete with Bayern Munich. And unfortunately, only a few teams in Europe given that opportunity. I don't see him going to the MLS. Um, he's going to go to a team that's already established with a lot of good players. We won't have to do a lot of work. We'll kind of get to sit back and be an assist master. Um, so I think Messi will end up at PSG. Um, and they'll go deep in Champions League and lose again like they always do. <laughs> All right, Blake, what's your final thought? Well, I think the MLS needs to strike on some of these top-class forwards that may be available this summer because of teams looking to shed salary and this, that, and the other. Is if you can entice Higuain's of the world, Suarez of the world, Baltides of the world to come over to the MLS, those are guys that people actually would pay to go see um, and I know that, you know, what they've been doing recently is going after, you know, young South American players. Um, but I think, you know, Luis Suarez, um, Baltelli, Higuain would get people to show up. They're known, um, they're known names that most soccer fans know. And I think they would be able to produce at a level where this isn't the days of old where you're getting, you know, an old, you know, Gerard or Lampard or somebody along those lines. You're getting people that can still play. Um, and produce big goals. So I think the MLS really needs to go after um, some of these strikers, get them in the league. Pablo, bring it home. All right, so so final thoughts. It's been one of the craziest transfer windows in a long time. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, we will be starting to interview EPL fans and hearing what they have to say about their team. So if you want to be on our show, hit us up, drop us a DM, uh, on our Twitter or Instagram page. I know it's Titty Tuesday and everything, so if you want to drop those too, we will <laughs> gladly appreciate that. <laughs> so please do us a favor and give us a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening on. Thank you, and thank you, Derek's girlfriend, for signing his permission slip. Until next time, guys. <laughs> oh, man. All right.